battle for American liberty continues to rage in America, and despite recent changes in the scenario, namely the recent focus on the Ukraine war and Putin's flexing of his muscles, most Americans still feel that little progress is being made right here in the homeland. And that needs to change. We, and by we, I mean the average American Joe with any semblance of a functional brain, we know that we have been scammed, we've been lied to, and many of us have been injured and killed all in the name of science. Because that's how the globalist enemy is attacking us. But, but what we really have uh, called following the science, we know that's not really following the science. It has nothing to do with, uh, it has nothing to do with real science, with truth, but it's all propaganda. And that is very dangerous. Many of us knew that we were uh, pushing science fiction from the beginning if we followed the narrative. And some of us decided not to do that. But when we spoke up, we were brutally attacked. We were canceled. Some of us were destroyed in our livelihood. Some of us paid the price if we obeyed those evil leaders. And now in the aftermath of the fabricated pandemic, despite seeing nothing but harm from lockdowns, from masking, and what was intentionally mislabeled a, quote, vaccine, where are we? And where are we going now? You're listening to Dr. Steve LaTulip on Unity Without Compromise on America Out Loud Talk Radio. This is a program where we speak the truth plainly. We seek only the truth and we want to convey the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Today, I'd like to introduce you to a very special guest, one who recognized the vaccine devastation early on and decided to fight back. His name is Josh Yoder. Josh is an American airline pilot and one of the founders of Freedom Flyers, who is actively opposing vaccine mandates and really trying to wake up Americans. Josh has boldly taken up the fight and uh, against the airlines who have actually threatened pilots with being fired if they didn't take the jab despite serious injuries and deaths among airline pilots, despite a, a bogus emergency use authorization for a treatable man-made illness, and despite the fact that the lives of all airline passengers may actually be in jeopardy if a pilot suffers a sudden in-flight vaccine-related injury. Now think about that being responsible for all those people. And somehow that was allowed to happen. Josh, I want to thank you for joining me today and welcome. Yeah, Dr. Latulip, thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. You know, your opening statement there, you're, you're just absolutely correct. You know, it's like the, the FAA and these airlines, you know, they are absolutely playing Russian roulette with people's safety. Josh, you know, I have to tell you, as a former military aviator, I was absolutely shocked that yet another three-letter government agency called the FAA would even allow airline pilots to take a very risky shot and then permit them to fly an airline filled with passengers. How in the world did they ever get away with this? 
Well, what's what's really incredible is is the FAA is a tremendously broken agency. I get calls quite frequently from from agents at the FAA um, in in quite high level positions, as a matter of fact, that have called me and they're they are um, they're telling me they're they're very concerned about what they see happening. They're they're calling the FAA uh, completely dysfunctional, and we've never seen this in the history of the agency um, from their inception. Never have they allowed an experimental medication to just be blanket approved for pilots with no long-term safety studies. As a matter of fact, in the Aeromedical Examiner's Guide, um, which, which guides the, the practice of doctors who, who uh, perform flight physicals for pilots, it says that no new drug should be given to a pilot with um, you know, 12 months um, post-approval uh, by the FDA. And the reason for this is, is to ensure that there are no um, you know, it's to ensure that there is some type of safety study to make sure there are no adverse reactions. Well, when the FDA came out and and actually quite falsely, they, they approved, uh, they said they approved Pfizer. It wasn't, it was actually Comirnaty that they approved. Uh, the FAA within, I believe it was 48 hours, just approved it for all pilots. They said, you can go out and get the shot and, you know, you have to have a 48 hour waiting period. And then after that, you can go ahead and fly. And we know that many of these adverse reactions happen well after getting the shot. I have so many stories of pilots who've taken the shot and they've had, you know, myocarditis, pericarditis, blood clots, strokes, cardiac arrest, all of which can lead to sudden death. And we've never seen this happen at the FAA. I mean, as a matter of fact, as a pilot, I can't even take benign medications and go fly things like Zyrtec or NyQuil. And here with zero long-term safety uh, data and a violation of their own protocols, the FAA just approved these drugs uh, for the people that are responsible for your safety. And I think this is just, it's reckless at best. Well, I have to agree with you. Uh, the FAA was once a very regulated uh, organization. Uh, when I performed flight physicals, uh, even for private pilots uh, back when, they were very strict on what they would allow uh, to, um, to be taken uh, for any medication, uh, anything that could potentially cause an adverse reaction in flight, of course, uh, could uh, constitute a, a sudden emergency that didn't need to take place. And that was a purpose of regulation. That's the purpose of all government agencies. If you think about it, they were at least initially supposedly designed for our safety or for our good. And Joshua, you make a great point there that the FAA all of a sudden has tossed aside all of their rules, all their regulations, all their guidelines and restrictions, and just suddenly said, uh, no, it's okay to do this. And we saw this in medicine as well. With the CDC, the NIH, the NA, uh, NIAID, and um, all the other government agencies, World Health Organization, suddenly science uh, and all its backing with all the past studies we've had, suddenly didn't, it didn't matter what they said. What mattered was the agenda. And what was the agenda or what we call the narrative? I mean, what exactly has been going on and surprisingly still a lot of people are questioning what really is going on. Why did, was medicine hijacked? Why did the mutiny of medicine take place uh, as a vehicle to introduce this something else? And, you know, that's still in, in a transition, but Josh, you recognize it. And I so admire you for that. And I really admire you for speaking up because anybody who speaks up, um, you know, takes uh, a lot of risk at losing a job, at being canceled, at being censored by those people at, at work. Uh, 
And I got to tell you, Josh, I greatly admire your courage, your boldness, and your conviction to take a stand against this lawlessness and oppression. Unfortunately, too uh, few people are willing to do that. Can you tell me, Josh, what exactly ultimately inspired you to start the U.S. Freedom Flyers? Well, Steve, yeah, I, I love doing research. You know, this is something that I've been following for quite some time, you know, since, since you know, long before it was, you know, ever uh, approved by the FDA. And, and I was seeing what, what, you know, side effects that people were having. I, I was talking to my fellow pilots. I, I knew people who were having side effects, lots of, you know, terrible adverse reactions. And, and I felt like something had to be done. I, I absolutely disagree with mandates. And I felt that we, we had to do something to, to organize behind the scenes to make sure that we were ready when a federal mandate did come. And so uh, myself and a few friends, you know, we started organizing uh, U.S. Freedom Flyers behind the scenes. And when the federal mandates come, came, we were, we were ready to stand up and, and fight back and organize. And, uh, you know, the, the airlines, the airlines and the unions really tried to demonize us in the early days, saying that, you know, what you're saying about adverse reactions and pilots, it's just not happening. And I knew it was happening because I was taking so many phone calls. You know, people were calling me saying, hey, I took the shot and, you know, this happened to me or, you know, my friend died or my family member died. I knew of several pilots as well that had died. Families called me and, and something had to be done. <clears throat> and, um, you know, it was interesting right at the point to where we, we were close to being discredited because no one was publicly speaking out who was having these adverse reactions within the industry. Um, several pilots stepped forward and one that I would really like to point to is my friend Cody Flint. He's an agricultural pilot out of Mississippi. He had gotten his first Pfizer shot. He waited the 48 hours as, as dictated by the FAA. About 50 hours after the first shot, he got into his um, large agricultural aircraft. It's a single pilot aircraft. And, and he took off and he was uh, spreading a load of fertilizer that day across the field. He developed tunnel vision. He said it was like very severe tunnel vision. And, and he knew that he had a problem. He didn't, he didn't necessarily... Um, you know, he, he thought that he probably, you know, he, he could like finish uh, spreading that load of fertilizer and then, and then it started becoming more severe. So he turns around at the end of the field to fly back to the airport. You know, these, these guys like never really get above, above 500 feet, you know, when, when they're working. Everything is very low level. Uh, so pressure couldn't be blamed for. It. But what ended up happening is he 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 blew out both of his inner ears. And he lost he lost all um, all sense of, of like direction and um, and and. Um, like vertical distance. He said it felt like a bomb went off in his head and he ultimately, he passed out. He doesn't remember landing the aircraft, has no idea of how he got on the ground. The next thing that he remembers is the ground crew pulling him out of the air, out of the airplane at the airport. Well, he went and saw some of the best uh, ear specialists, inner ear specialists in the world. And two of them down in Louisiana, as well as two, two doctors in Canada have absolutely said that this was because of the vaccine and increased intracranial pressure up to 300% what it should have been. And so, you know, that's just one case. He's, he, you know, Cody, Cody says very publicly, he says, I, I thought I was dead. You know, he says, I thought for sure that I was going to crash. I don't know how I made it on the ground. Um, another story is Greg Pearson. He's a major airline captain. He's, he's also come out publicly. And he said that, you know, if he had his adverse reaction while he was at the controls of an airliner, there's a high probability that there would have been fatalities. And there's just many more. As a matter of fact, yesterday I received another call uh, from a pilot who, who's developed myocarditis. And he's, I believe, in his 50s. He also flies for a major U.S. carrier. And, you know, the, the story is always the same. You know, the, the airlines, the airlines coerced me into getting this. You know, they told me it was safe and effective. The unions don't stand up and represent us. The unions were pushing it just as hard as the companies were. You know, the FAA allowed it. 
there's just been a complete and major breakdown in, in logic and safety. And this is something the American people should be extremely upset about uh, because they're, the, the FAA and the airlines and the unions, they're all, they're all forcing this agenda. They're playing Russian roulette with your safety. And, and quite frankly, the, the, the level of hypocrisy that's coming out of these agencies and companies is just astounding. Um, I have to agree with you totally on that, yeah, especially the words you used, breakdown in logic. Um, you know, logic is something that we once considered to be common sense. Um, it blows my mind. I mean, I just cannot comprehend how people with a brain who are, are able to make daily decisions for themselves and their lives cannot or will not see the devastation and the correlation of this so-called vaccine with all the side effects that people are having. Now, I think the, the cat is gradually coming out of the bag, but I have to tell you that I see every day I run into people who seem to be ever bit, every bit as much clueless as they were before the pandemic was even declared. They have been trained to trust the system, trust the government, and that is something that is long gone. We have seen with every organization of government, nothing but corruption and what you say, hypocrisy, Josh. It's just astounding. And, uh, you know, it, it, it surprises me that they, they and they being ultimately the, the doctors, the scientists, uh, the ones pushing this agenda, they're, they're saying, no, no, it can't possibly be due to the, the vaccine. It's something else. And if you go to the emergency departments or to the hospitals, they don't even entertain the thought of that. So um, how uh, are we supposed to recognize it if everybody's denying it? And yet anybody with any lick of common sense at all sees exactly what you see. Do you feel, Josh, like we are making any headway in this area? Are people starting to wake up, do you think? We, we are starting to make headway, but the issue is it's too little too late. You know, many of the people who are going to get their shots, they've already done so. You know, many, most of most airline pilots actually, you know, at, at, you know, I would say probably when it comes to airline pilots, you're looking at between, you know, 15 and 30%, depending on the company that are unvaccinated, all the rest are vaccinated. You know, they've taken something where we now know that the known side effects published by Pfizer are things like myocarditis, pericarditis, blood clot, stroke, cardiac arrest, all leading to sudden death, right? The, the damage is already done. They already have this in their bodies. And so the, the question is, where do we go from here? And many people have probably seen the FAA letter that was published by Lee Dundas. Uh, Lee Dundas was an attorney, um, and she had many experts to sign this letter. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel Teresa Long, she's an Army flight surgeon. Lieutenant Colonel Chambers, um, also Special Forces Army flight surgeon. Dr. McCullough, the most cardi published cardiologist in the world. Um, Dr. Ryan Cole, you know, people who who are, are, are revered within their industries, who are absolutely leading experts, have, have said this is a terrible idea for pilots. And they essentially put the FAA on notice. And they, they're talking about the very things you know, in that letter that we're discussing now, as well as they provided a solution um, as to how we could address this. And this solution has been provided to the FAA saying, listen, like vaccinated pilots, there should be a program that's set up right now to put them through additional screening, you know, things like cardiac MRIs, um, D-dimer tests, checking for, for microclotting, you know, which is a known side effect, um, you know, new baseline EKGs and, and different things that they put in there as a, as a possible solution that we could use going forward to make sure that we don't have a catastrophic, a catastrophic event. And yet, even with that letter being published and the FAA being put on notice, you see absolutely no movement, no action 
I was called three days ago by a, a high level um, FAA agent who was voicing his concerns. And he just said, you know, this it, it's it's ludicrous what's going on within the agency. Everyone's covering it up. He said, I know doctors within the FAA that are adamantly against this program. And yet no one wants to listen. His exact words were, he said, the FAA needs to be dismantled completely and rebuilt from the ground up because they violated their entire charter of safety. And I would agree with him. You know, this is what we're seeing. We have, I know of hundreds of pilots. We maintain a database at U.S. Freedom Flyers of, of vaccine injured pilots. Many of these people are afraid to speak up. Um, they're actually, some of them are flying with adverse reactions and they're afraid to go to the doctor and they're afraid to go public with this uh, because if they do, it, you know, their, their career is over. And so now they've been put in a, in a very difficult position, just like the unvaccinated, where either you, either you get the jab or you lose your job. Well, now for these guys who have gotten vaccinated, the ones who are having adverse reactions, you know, if they speak up as to the adverse reactions they're having, they lose their job. So this is how the FAA and, and the union specifically have absolutely failed the flying public. And I believe that the airline should be held criminally responsible for what they've done. First of all, they mandated an emergency use authorization drug, which is illegal. Uh, the FAA well, has violated their own protocols by even right. allowing a pilot to take this. And, and that's, right. that's a violation of, of, of their own, you know, their own standards. So, you know, where do we start holding these people accountable? I, I believe you're going to see lawsuits uh, for years to come. And this is an issue that's going to get worse, not better. if It's not addressed. Well, yeah, that's a very good point. Uh, it, you know, Josh, in a way, I'm very surprised to hear what you're telling me right now, because, I mean, we're looking at all the evidence now being dumped into our lap, like the Pfizer adverse side effects and so forth. Uh, you know, we're seeing firsthand, everybody knows somebody that's gotten a vaccine injury or perhaps a death. And you're still telling me that even in the airline profession, where, where thousands of people's lives, uh, you know, every day, are being subjected to risk because of these uh, pilots who have gotten the jab. Now, you said that there were 15 to 30 percent who have still not received the, the jab. That means that a lot of pilots have, have taken the jab. And what we really don't know, including, I mean, all the frontline docs, we have spoken up, we have talked about the science and the lack of science. And there are still many unanswered questions about the long-term side effects about this jab. But I, I believe that what you say, Josh, is accurate, that we are going to see uh, a lot more coming forth. The long-term side effects have not yet been observed because we haven't had the amount of time needed to, to show it up. But screening is obviously necessary. And, you know, it, think about these people that have taken this job. I mean, they are concerns like, uh oh, you know, I took it. There's no way I can get this out of my system. What uh, what is coming in my future? It, because the uh, we know absolutely that the spike proteins are disseminated throughout the entire body. They cross cell membranes easily because of lipid nanoparticle technology, and that includes the blood brain barrier. So what is coming, we can only uh, assume and predict, but the truth is we don't know for sure. So you are right. There needs to be some form of screening. But what amazes me is despite all the evidence that is now accumulating to the harms of this thing, everybody, and I mean everybody in the organized government, seems to want to poo-poo it and just ignore it. And there's a reason for that. There is an agenda. And actually, you haven't talked anything about that, Josh. Do you, do you have any ideas why they are choosing to be ignorant about the subject of vaccine injury and harm. 
That's that's a very loaded question. And let me answer this first. You you said, you know, what what is coming? Um, to, to answer that that question, let's look at what has already come. Let's look at the uh, the leaked uh, DMED data that was that was uh, put out by whistleblower Lieutenant Colonel Teresa Long out of the military. So we know that there have been nearly 300% increases in things like myocarditis and pericarditis and acute cancers and cardiac arrests and spontaneous abortion, among other things. You know, the, the vaccination program started in the military January of 2021. And that DMED data that came out was from January to that three, those those percentage of increases was from January to October. So we know that is what has already come. And, and we also know that the military has gone back in and now since manipulated that data to try to make it look like the 2021 data was actually was actually normal, you know, which we, which we know it wasn't. And um, so so that's what has already come. And I think you can probably I'm obviously not a doctor, but I think you can probably look at that and say, if if that's happened within within that 10 month period, we can probably expect more of the same, you know, in the future. That's what's terrifying. I'm speaking to the agenda. I think we need to listen to people like like Klaus Schwab, you know, the World Economic Forum and, uh, you know, Bill Gates. So let's look at some of the statements they've made in the past. You know, Bill Gates was on was on the cover of a, a major uh, newspaper. I, maybe it was New York Times. I don't recall for sure. And, and he said that something along the lines of, you know, the world needs to be popular or depopulated up to you know several billion people. And the most effective way to do it would be through a mandatory vaccination program. You know, I'm, I'm just I'm taking him at his word. I'm taking him at what he said. It's very interesting, you know, that he's he's so involved with these with these mandatory vaccines. I agree with you. I mean, if you look at all the people that are funding this uh, vaccine program, they are population control people. These are people that would have no no uh, concern, no regard for humanity. They would participate in a genocide. In fact, they have claimed that they wish to institute a genocide. And that's right. That's exactly what Bill Gates did say. Point blank in here, he's the one pushing the vaccine supposedly for your health. Now, if people cannot make that connection, you know, we are hopelessly blind sheep who are being led to the slaughterhouse and it is happening right before our eyes. So something's got to happen. And I'm glad that you actually mentioned when you, you talk about uh, Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates and uh, George Soros, you know, all those types of people, they have done nothing but harm to mankind and they have no change in intent whatsoever. Um, this has been my biggest frustration, Josh, in medicine, because um, you have some of the top frontline doctors. I don't want to mention names specifically, uh, but I have been in touch with all of them. They, they, they are my brothers. They are my colleagues. Uh, I've had many discussions, uh, good discussions with some of them, in, including um, Dr. Ryan Cole from Boise. He the, he's got the, the biggest pathology lab in the United States. He blew the whistle. He's calling things out and he's saying, all he's talking about is science. Look at the evidence. The damage found by the spike protein uh, being injected throughout the body is, is clearly self-evident. I mean, he showed us the slides with evidence of severe inflammation. And even those people that have had no side effects whatsoever from the jab, um, it doesn't mean that there's not damage done. 
And I think that we have other considerations to worry about long-term, not that we should worry. There's nothing you can do about it if you've taken the jab, but by all means, don't take another. Don't be talking into another booster because what we have yet to see is if there were any prions introduced, which is a subviral particle that can reproduce and cause severe damage, uh, such as the last episode of this we saw, I believe it was mad cow disease, uh, is an example of a prion. And that can be spliced into a virus and can uh, cause an infection. And if they want to kill people, that's a great way to do it. We have other things like infertility uh, is potentially going to be a huge problem. And of course, it all points to depopulation. So we are really in a bind here and we need to be fighting this even at a time now where they're seemingly being silent. I mean, we have not seen the fraud Fauci for uh, weeks now. He's been totally out of the picture. Where did he go? And it seems like things are being shut down. And uh, why is that happening? Um, so, Josh, let me ask you this. Are you actually getting uh, much support with this medical freedom fight? Do you feel like you are? Uh, getting people to listen. And if somebody's supporting you, who, who's the population that is, is seeming to be in your camp the most? Yeah, we're, we're seeing a tremendous amount of support. And as a matter of fact, with each passing day, there's more support now that people are actually you know, understanding and, and doing their own research. And you know, they have friends and family members who are being affected by the, the side effects of these jabs. You know, early on at the airlines, obviously, it was all the people who didn't want to get vaccinated that were, that were the primary supporters, you know, specifically employees, U.S. Freedom Flyers started out as airline pilots, and, and very quickly that that went to all airline groups. And then we had other companies joining, you know, within rail and sea shipping and trucking. You know, we, we were all being affected by the same thing. So we kind of became a transportation group. And now, most recently, it's really been an influx of passengers because passengers are understanding uh, just through a lot of the, the media that I've been doing and, and helping them understand that what they're doing to employees, they they have every intention to do to passengers. As a matter of fact. Uh, there's a bill right now. It's HR 4980. This was introduced by Richie Torres from New York. And their proposal is if you're unvaccinated, you would not, neither be able to arrive or depart a U.S. airport. And that doesn't just apply to commercial air travel. This, this applies to anybody who owns a private aircraft, flies in and out of a private airport. So their goal is here, once again, you know, when you look at you know, Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum, one of their goals is to lock people down. And, and I think this just this plays into that agenda that we were speaking of earlier. And, uh, you know, back to Dr. Ryan Cole, I, I just spent a few hours with him last week. And, and what he was telling me was just absolutely shocking. He was actually showing me, he was showing me the science and, you know, talking about his personal experience, what he's seeing in his lab. I mean, it, this is just incredible. You, you can't deny that this is happening. And, you know, he talks about levels of toxicity specifically. And, and to, to the point that you made, if you've had two shots, like, please don't get your booster. You know what you're doing every time you do that, you're increasing levels of toxicity and just increasing your risk of, of these adverse reactions. And I think it's so important that people understand this. And you know what we need is is <clears throat> what passengers need to understand is that already in the fine print on many airline tickets, when you buy them, if you go through and you read those pages of fine print, there's already language in there for for a vaccine passport system, which is tied to a social credit system, just like China. That's what this entire this entire vaccine passport is ultimately about is, is having a, a social credit score to where if you, you know, if you speak out against the government, if you do something they don't like, you know, all aspects of your life are tied to that. Your finances, your healthcare records, your driver's license, you know, the ability to get a mortgage, all these different things. And, and they can they can turn you on and off digitally. And, and that's this is a major concern. We, we need Americans to 
to stand up and step out and be bold, you know, be, be brave. Don't, don't be afraid to, um, don't be afraid to, to be, you know, a small light in the darkness and, and, and help other people understand what's going on. You know, we're, we're not going to turn this country around unless we, you know, we really educate the American people and they, and they understand just, just how, how critical this situation is. And we, we really need to take control of our freedom. You know, with great freedom comes great responsibility. Absolutely, Josh. Those are great words. And I so agree with you. We have to wake up and decide that, first of all, recognize the fact that we are at war right now. It may be a global uh, problem. It might be a global agenda with the globalists. uh, But look at how it is affecting us as Americans. And let me tell you, they cannot proceed with the globalist agenda until they take down America. So you can bet that's exactly what they're doing. Um, I, I absolutely mock people who say all these people, uh, you know, look at our, our president Biden. He's such a he's so crazy. He's demented. He's he's this and that. No wonder he can't make the right decision. Well, let me tell you, that's wrong thinking, because the, the truth is, that he is there for a reason. They knew he was demented before he ever was installed as president. And of course, this, the election was stolen. But the fact is that we have a puppet who is being controlled by the puppeteer team. And we need to find out who that chief puppeteer is. And I believe it could be very well um, a former president uh, called Obama and his team. But we have to actually find some courage to be bold and to call a spade a spade to say, look, this is not just about medicine because nothing makes sense anymore. And when every single government agency and including the FAA with regard to the airlines and uh, dealing with these pilots, when they have gone uh, woke, when they have chosen to ignore all of their regulations, and of course, everybody is ignoring the constitution, then we have a much bigger problem than just a little virus here, despite the fact that this was a genetically manipulated virus. Well, we're going to take a short break and then uh, come right back to continue our great discussion. Don't go away. immune system. Clean air is vital for optimal health. According to the EPA, we spend 90% of our time indoors, where germs are most concentrated. It's essential to clean indoor air. Genesis is the only technology that quickly, safely, and effectively kills pathogens both in the air and on surfaces in seconds, reducing the viral load in any environment. The powerful, well-built Genesis Fogger produces a dry, ultra-fine mist using HOCL, which occurs naturally in our own immune systems. We'll be living with airborne diseases in the future. New viruses and antibiotic-resistant superbugs are no problem for Genesis. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. Visit genesisfogger.com. America Out Loud listeners receive a 15% discount with promo code OUTLOUD at genesisfogger.com slash outloud. The spirit of American liberty and justice is woven into the soul of America Out Loud. We are the voice of a nation, the American nation that is. 
This is Malcolm Out Loud. I invite you back to AmericaOutloud.com, where the fight for liberty and justice continues. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Let's get real. Let's get loud on America Out Loud Talk Radio. This is McCullough Report. Are you tired of your tired vitamins? Consider Healthy Cell. These are pill-free vitamins that are in convenient gel packs. Uh, I like the Focus and Recall supplement. I use this a lot. You know, your brain uses a lot of energy and it depends on a variety of micronutrients and vitamins. Boost your short-term focus and long-term brain power with Healthy Cell's Focus and Recall vitamins. So go to HealthyCell.com, use the code OUTLOUD, all capital letters, OUTLOUD for a 20% off your first order of any Healthy Cell product. Let's get real, let's get loud on America Out Loud Talk Radio. In 2008, the amount of concentrated time people could spend on a task without becoming distracted was 12 seconds. Five years later, it was only eight seconds, one second less than a goldfish. If you find yourself always distracted or having trouble recalling information, you're likely to fall behind in the demanding, fast-paced 21st century. In other words, brain performance is more critical now than ever. Boost your brain power with Healthy Cells Focus Plus Recall. Science-backed nootropics to sharpen focus, concentrate longer, enhance recall, improve mental speed, learn rapidly, and be more alert. It's a pill-free brain supplement made with maximum absorption technology designed to feed our brains at the cellular level. Take it for a test drive. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off your first order of Focus Plus Recall. That's HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD for 20% off. Welcome back to Unity Without Compromise with Dr. Steve LaTulip and my guest Josh Yoder, who is the founder of the U.S. Freedom Flyers. This show, uh, Unity Without Compromise, airs on Saturday and Sunday at 12 and 5 Eastern Time. It then goes to podcast. You can catch also my weekly columns. Just go to AmericaOutloud.com, scroll down to our team, and look up Dr. Steve LaTulip. Click on that and you'll see all my past articles and podcasts. It's a great Patriot platform where you'll find an honest and a candid discussion about the affairs affecting our lives as Americans. And everybody, everybody should be tuned in to that because things are happening very rapidly and it's easy to lose touch with where we are at. And if we don't know where where we're at right now and where we're going, how can we possibly save America? Well, back to Josh Yoder. Josh, I've got a question for you. I, you know, I want you to know I have never yet worn a mask outside of an operating room as a doctor. I have never complied with masking, even in my office, and that includes my staff as well, because all of the scientific data, the best evidence we had showed that masks are absolutely worthless as a viral barrier. And Uh, So we never wore them. And when I stick to the evidence of medicine, that's called practicing evidence-based medicine. But I was canceled because of that. My life was destroyed by the corrupt, absolutely corrupt Oregon Medical Board because I was truly, quote, following the science, end quote. And so anyway, I have not flown on the airlines because I absolutely refuse 
to wear a mask. Now, do you think, Josh, that other people think like me and act like me? And do you think that such a mindset is actually hurting the airlines? I mean, how do they continue to do this if they're losing passengers? There, there are a lot of people that think like you. You're certainly not alone. However, there's not enough. I mean, the airlines still seem to be booking out their flights, uh, which is just incredible. You know, what, what's so frustrating to me is, is the lack of American people standing up. You know, so many people don't want to wear the mask on the airplane. I mean, for 90% or better. And yet they, they continue to comply. And I don't, I don't know why, you know, if we all just stood up and told them, Hey, we're not going to do this. And, you know, if we would start bringing lawsuits and, and quite frankly, just non-compliance, non-compliance is the, is the most powerful thing that we can do as Americans. Yeah. That, that's how this country was founded, right? It was people saying, you know, we, we don't agree and we're not going to go along with the agendas. Um, and that's, that's something that, that I'm, um, I'm very interested in, in, in working on, you know, it's, I'm not going to tell anyone to, to violate, you know, you know, aviation regulations or whatever, that's not what I'm about, but there, there needs to be, there needs to be pushback and, and the American people just need, they need to wake up to the agenda. I think so many of them are, are compliant because they don't understand where compliance gets us and compliance will, will walk you straight into totalitarianism. And that, that's what we see happening here. You, you know, you mentioned that Joe Biden is a puppet. He absolutely is. He's nothing more than a figurehead. You know, who's actually pulling the strings behind the scenes? What I think we've kind of lost as a society is, is the knowledge and the understanding that real change starts at the local level. This starts at your school boards, your mayor's office, your county board of commissioners, people like that. And, and one of the things that absolutely needs to be instilled in this country is term limits to make sure that people like, you know, the Nancy Pelosi's and you know, Chuck Schumer's and Mitch McConnell's can't sit in there for for decades and become corrupted within the system. I mean, that's what we're seeing. They're they're all being paid by big pharma. Um, the the science doesn't matter to them. You and your health certainly don't matter to them. It, this is all about power and control. And and what I want to see is a is a real awakening in America and 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 an understanding and knowledge of what freedom really means. And and people. Um, you know, once again, like uh, assuming, you know, responsibility for their freedom and, and, and actively, you know, being free, that that's what we need to change to, to turn this around. We, we can't look to politicians. Politicians care about one thing. It's, it's or actually a few things. It's money, power and, and reelection. And we need to put them on notice. These, these politicians need to be afraid of us. And, and one of the most one of the most effective ways to make them afraid is, is to, you know, oust them when when election time comes around. Well, excellent point. Uh, We do need to push back. This is a time to practice civil disobedience because our government is rogue and we have to accept that fact. I agree with you on term limits. I agree on voting in the right kind of people because right now we are no longer a constitutional republic. We are not a free republic because we do not have an elected president uh, governing the United States as our president. We have lost that. And if you think politicians care one bit about that, you are grossly deceived because we don't have politicians who give a hoot about the Constitution. Uh, I can feel, you know, having driven yesterday from Arizona back to Oregon, uh, I can actually feel the oppression here. It is astounding how how different are the people when they are a bunch of sheep compared to uh, independent people down in Arizona who are saying, no, we cherish our freedom. And that is so important. But let me tell you this. If we do not get control of voter fraud, 
um, we have no recourse with elections. We cannot vote ourselves out of this mess. And many people have already been stating that, Josh. You know, it's a isn't that a serious problem? And, and how are we going to overcome that if we cannot win elections uh, because of corruption there. That's a problem that I really see. Um, are you thinking along those terms, Josh, or am I just dreaming about this? I completely agree with you. That That is a massive problem. And, and if we don't fix that issue, mm-hmm. um, the rest of it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I, I agree. That that has to be a focus as well. You know, that obviously at U.S. Freedom Flyers, that is not my primary focus. I, I so much appreciate the people that are working on that. Uh, once again, the, these politicians need to fear the people. They they work for us. You know, we are the government, and that's what we've lost sight of. You know, we we really need to take control of of who who it is that represents us. The the people that are currently in Washington and in many of our you know state offices as well, they no longer represent the people. And and this is just they 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 they've completely failed at what they're supposed to do. This has become totalitarianism, and the only way that we're going to change this is when the American people truly rise up. And that, that's what we need to see. You know, I see it in many sectors. It's happening. A lot of people are standing up, but not enough. I think we need to continue to educate and, and help people to understand ways to, to take back their life, their freedom, and their government. Uh, yes, absolutely. Not only educate, but motivate, saying, hey, folks, if you really enjoy your freedom, and I think that that's the problem that a lot of people don't recognize how much they enjoy their freedom. They have taken freedom for granted because this is America, and we have reaped the benefits of those who paid such a heavy price for our freedom, and, and people don't even recognize that, and especially the younger generation but there is an awakening that's happening. And we have to remember um, that this, this is all about control, that we don't have a, a Democrat party anymore. We don't have a Republican party. What we have is two different parties, the globalists and the nationalists. And the nationalists are the, the people that are standing up for freedom. And the symbol is their, their national flag. You know, when somebody's flying a flag in their home in America, we instantly think, ah, they are conservatives. These people love freedom. Now, here's something that really does concern me. Just recently, we have seen a sudden shift in focus. Masking pressure has suddenly stopped. Everybody's getting rid of the mask mandates. Seemingly, this occurred at a time when the State of the Union address was taking place. And now look, since the focus on the Ukraine war has been front and center, uh, all of a sudden, even the vaccine uh, pressure seems to have abated. Um, Josh, what do you think's going on with there? Is this just a gap in the medical tyranny plan? Or do you think that they're going to bring this back? Um, I mean, do we need to fight still for medical freedom? Or do you think this might just go back to normal? We absolutely need to fight. What you're seeing, what's happening with Ukraine and Russia is largely a distraction. Uh, you're seeing the masking and the, and the push for vaccines kind of going away because they realize how unpopular it is with the American people. And there's midterms coming up. Don't let these people fool you. They, they are very clever in, in their messaging and their marketing. Um, tyranny's not going away. Tyranny's just shifting. And, you know, Joe Biden, I believe it was, it said the other day, he said, you know, maybe you take your masks off for now, but put them in your drawer. You might need them again. You know, they, they, they have, they have um, no plan whatsoever to give you your freedom back. This is merely an illusion, and this is what the American people need to wake up to. Your government does not represent you. They hate you, as a matter of fact. You, you are seen, as, you're seen as, as something that needs to be dealt with. And if we don't, if we don't 
truly get together and unite as Americans right now, we're going to lose this country. And I happen to be with the with the trucker convoy coming across the United States over the past you know two weeks, and I can tell you that you know just driving down the road from from California all the way to Hagerstown, Maryland, there were less than seven or eight overpasses that didn't have patriotic Americans standing up there, you know, lining the sides of the road with American flags. And I can tell you that, that patriotism is alive and well in this country, but, but the biggest, one of the biggest enemies of the people is the media. They're not showing any of you this. And unless you go to like alternative media sources, unless you're, you know, you're talking to your friends and neighbors, you're, you're going to think that the American spirit of patriotism is dead. And that was very invigorating for me to, to talk to all these people. I must have spoken to thousands over the course of the past two weeks. And it's just incredible to hear their stories. You know, so many people are concerned. And, and, yet, and yet the media is, is squashing this narrative. You know, they, they, they have been so effective at, at killing the truth and at, you know, painting this narrative that, that people no longer, you know, uh, care about this country. That they couldn't be further from the truth. There, there were Republicans, Democrats, black, white, gay, straight. Um, all types of people involved in this movement, and but they were all freedom-loving Americans, and and that's what we need to do in this country is is to unite all of those people and, and give them an effective uh, means and ways to push back against the government and help them understand, you know, how it is that that this really works, how you can make change on a local level, and how local change influences, you know, um, the, the national direction of the country. Well. Um... That's a fact. And, uh, you know, when you talk about unity, um, unity of conservatives, sometimes uh, that seems to be an obstacle for us. And I don't know why that is. I mean, here you are actively fighting these crimes against basic human rights as the U.S. Freedom Flyers. And you said you've expanded to include other transportation groups. Um, that's called unifying. And, and that's something that is dear to my heart. Uh, this show is called Unity Without Compromise. And that's what it's all about. Because if we don't have a unified body, we don't have squat as far as fighting the enemy. And that's why the enemy is trying to conquer and divide us. They did that with the mass. Look at how many families have fought over whether or not you got the jab or, uh, you know, anything pertaining to this. Do you do you believe that, that the government is telling you the truth or not? Well, we know that the government is, is fake. The entire government is fake. We've seen a total breakdown of the Constitution. When is the last time you heard a Democrat even talk about the Constitution? They don't want us to remember it. They don't want us to realize that every governor that is pushing mandates is violating constitutional law, both at the national and the state level. They are usurping their authority and they are becoming dictators. And that's what we have in Oregon with this Marxist, communist, uh, globalist governor, Kate Brown. And she's done a tremendous amount of damage. And we need to recognize that. We need to start using just plain common sense and realizing that we cannot afford to lose this fight, because if we do, um, the party's over. It will be completely done. And right now, as Josh is saying, we're seeing a total collapse of the pandemic narrative. And this is opportunistic. Number one, the truth is out on the damage that the jab has caused. Masks have always been worthless and harmful. I treated a lot of, of physical uh, harm, injuries, uh, infections caused by the mask. I treated a lot of psychological um, devastation from wearing a mask. The Pfizer safety data is out and it's absolutely atrocious. 
And anyone pushing to mandate the fake vaccine clearly has criminal intent. And we need to realize that. Suddenly, uh, however, COVID is mysteriously vanishing, and that's because the elections are coming, and it's not popular. Now, they're going to try to get us to let our guard down. The truth, though, is out, and hopefully all of this COVID stuff will disappear. But remember that Fauci has been doing gain-of-function research on other viruses, and such as Ebola virus and monkeys. Um, and he early on declared, and people have forgotten this, he declared that the COVID-19 pandemic was phase one. We forgot that there is a phase two coming. And that is very, very concerning because they can do a lot more damage than what they did with coronavirus. So, and even now in um, with this war going on in Ukraine, we are facing yet more fear mongering. And more confusion than ever with the war in Ukraine, because Ukraine uh, is not completely innocent in all things. I mean, does anybody really know what's going on there? And why uh, do we sympathize with Zelensky, who is ties with uh, the World Economic Forum uh, president, Klaus Schwab? He has ties with Justin Trudeau, George Soros, Barack Obama and the puppet Biden uh, regime and also the Clintons and even Pope Francis. Uh, do we side uh, rather with Vladimir Putin, who is an aggressor? He's a former KGB operative who is allegedly invading Ukraine uh, without the least bit of provocation. But that's a matter of opinion and perspective is important here. But the real pandemic is global deception and corruption so that if they can keep us confused, keep us in the dark and keep us afraid then a lot of people are going to be afraid to come forward, as Josh is saying, come forward and take a stand for freedom and for your country. So many people right now feel like Alice in Wonderland. And then they're thinking, wow, it would be so nice if something made sense for a change. The, the real question, I think, Josh, is where is the real battlefront? I mean, should we be fighting the issues of the mandates and the virus or is it something deeper? I mean, what are we fighting? Do you have an opinion on that, Josh? Yeah, well, we're ultimately fighting as a as a global push for totalitarianism, and and that's what people need to understand. You know, this isn't a, this isn't about a virus; it never has been. I mean, it's all about control of the world population. Uh, people need to research the new world order and and see you know see the see what's out there about that. Um, you know, this is a plan that's been in place for a long time. And you know, the left has been very clever in pushing this agenda. The one thing I have to give them credit for is they've done a far better job of unifying their party and their agenda than than the patriots have. You know, for many years, they've they've been taking us down like one small win at a time, you know, death by a thousand paper cuts. They've infiltrated infiltrated every level of our government all the way down to the school boards. I mean, you see the things that are happening at schools, like you know, some of these school board meetings where they've um you know, people like Mickey Klon and Bonds for the win. Uh, they, they've been going after the, the, the bonds for these school board superintendents, and they, they've been taking them down. You know, we need people like that. We, we really need to unify um, as, as American patriots and as world patriots. We, we need to stand together, and we need to take a lesson from the left in this. Um, they are, their, their foot soldiers are, are very happy to follow, you know, clear and defined leadership. And, and what concerns me in the patriot movement is you see a lot of infighting. And this is something that cannot be allowed to happen. You know, that's that's all of our strength is going to come through unity. And we don't have to be the majority, but we do have to be unified. So my encouragement to people in the Patriot in the Patriot movement, you know, like 
don't, you know, don't participate in some of the infighting that you see, you know, rather focus on how you can make a difference and, and start doing that at the local level. You know, people often feel like they, there's nothing they can do. You absolutely, there is absolutely something you can do. I mean, you can show up at your school boards, you can make your voices heard. You can, you can talk to your neighbors. That's a good place to start because what you'll find is that regardless of whether you agree or disagree politically, you can agree that, you know, our freedoms are important. This country needs to be preserved. You know, find the things that you have in common rather than focusing on your differences. Josh, you uh, have a great plan going ahead. You have started a tremendous movement and you're making an impact because the airlines, let's face it, they're, they're a big organization and you are tackling a monster that needs to be crushed. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what are your plans for the future, Josh? Where are you going forward uh, now with your organization? Well, I'll start first with with U.S. Freedom Flyers. So we currently have a federal lawsuit. We're suing the Biden administration on the federal contractor clause of the mandate, which still stands. Um, So that's one lawsuit that we have in. Out of 27 airlines that we represent specifically, um, all but four of them have actually backed off and accepted religious and medical exemptions due to the pressure that we put on them. Uh, They they realized that they continued through these totalitarian mandates, which were highly unpopular. Um, They weren't going to have airlines. Uh, because they they can at this time they they can't operate with a ten percent reduction in staff, you know, much less twenty or thirty percent. So the most important thing that we ever did was stand up and say no. Um, obviously now we have these four airlines that are you know they put their employees on the street. They said you don't get your jab, you lose your job, and we're getting ready. We're actually in the process right now of filing four additional lawsuits against these airlines. And I would ask the American public, you know, if if what you've heard today concerns you, if you're concerned about safety and air travel. And, it, and also the, the, the vaccine passports, you know, what they're getting ready to do to passengers as well, like not just employees. I would ask you to get on board with U.S. Freedom Flyers. Go to usfreedomflyers.org and sign up with us. And if you can, please donate as well. These lawsuits are very expensive. And, you know, this, it, this may appear to be just an employee issue on the surface, but it's not. When you help us win at the employee level, it's also going to set precedent to make sure they can't do to you what they've done to us. And that's the only way we're going to take this down is, is to shut it down for both employees you know, and passengers. And, and this requires making noise. You know, get on get on airline social media. They really hate it when passengers get on there and, and speak out against the mandates and you know, call them out on safety and you know, do the same thing to the FAA. You can send emails, you can make phone calls. I can tell you this is effective, but specifically social media. If you roast them on social media, um, that gets their attention. Uh, so that, that's just one way that you can help fight back, even if you can't donate to our legal cases. Um, ultimately, though, we, you know, like you said, we, we need the unity. We need the American people standing together. And, and Marine Steele and myself, we're getting ready to put together a nationwide tour. This is not under U.S. Freedom Flyers. It's something entirely different. And we're going to be going, you know, county to county, state by state, and, and teaching people a variety of items and ways that you can take back your your local, state, and uh, federal government. And we're going to give you some some very unique tactics to use uh, that we've been educating ourselves on, and we're working with a lot of experts in the field. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Once we make our formal announcement, Steve, we'll be happy to come back on and talk about that. That sounds great, Josh. Hey, Josh, I thank you so very much for joining me today on the program. Uh, your advice is has been just absolutely great, and your um 
your fight with the U.S. Freedom Flyers is making a huge difference, not just in the fight against mandates, but ultimately in the fight for freedom. You are inspiring Americans, and I think that people are listening to you. So I encourage you to continue that fight. And uh, for my listeners, please support U.S. Freedom Flyers uh, at the usfreedomflyers.org website. Join the group, make a donation, visit their store. They are doing a good work. It's time to say no to tyranny. You know, you might feel a bit lost in the sea of deceit and corruption. We know that you've been lied to about masking and toxic sharks that have injured and killed thousands. And now you might fear what's going on in Ukraine with threats of nuclear war and even more deception than ever. But my advice to you is this. Stop worrying. Do not be ruled by fear. Do not allow the propaganda to fog your brain. Remember that Jesus himself said, you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. All these things are the beginning of sorrows. And then he told us that many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold, but he who endures to the end will be saved. In other words, stop worrying, live your life, don't allow your own heart to grow cold. And when you're feeling lost and hopeless and weak and confused, go to the Bible and know God. It makes all the difference in the world. It really does in this world and in the next. Well, you've been listening today uh, to Unity Without Compromise with Dr. Steve LaTulip and Josh Yoder. I thank you for joining me, and I pray that you will continue to live as an American, as a free American, and I ask that you please join the freedom fight and unify with your fellow American patriots. Until next week, adieu.